How's it hanging, chums? Your old pal announcer here with another thrilling installment of Tapan's Theatre on Subspace. It's all been quite peaceful here this week. There have been no arguments amongst the crew, and Tapan's show has had no unexpected interruptions. Oh, what's this? Now I understand. Looks like Hoteen has been on a little trip this week to Space Atlantic City to test his luck on the tables. That explains it. More tea, Catherine? Why, thank you, Crash. That would be lovely. Can you move the white horsey man over to the left, Tavon? That's an illegal move, but I'm having so much fun I'll allow it. This is all so nice and peaceful. I say nicely and peacefully. Indeed. Perhaps our days of wanton endangerment have come to an end. According to my sensor readings, the average blood pressure in the room has gone down by 18%. Uh, uh, shuttle just stocked. Romulan on board. Fuzzy dice. Over the mirror. Coming down the hall! Blood pressure has risen by 4%. Okay, nobody panic. Nobody panic. We can get through this. 12%! Our carefree days are over. Never to be seen again. 37%! May God have mercy on our souls! What's up, losers? Guess who's back from vacation? That's right, it's the big H. Hoteen. Me! I tell you, my throat is killing me. Give me that drink. Ugh! What is this, tea? Disgusting! And who put this chessboard on my favourite table? Oh, I've had wicked heartburn for hours. Your main man woke up in a bathtub filled with ice. Must have been a hell of a night. So, I'm off to bed. See you in 11 hours. Later, losers. Well, it was nice while it lasted. Did he say a bathtub filled with ice? Would now be a bad time to tell you there's a ship outside that wants to speak to us? He said his name is Glubblubblubblub, or something like that. Um, Universal Translating don't work too good. Okay, put them on screen. This is Commodore Glacton Parish of the Twelfth Order of Cerebus Prime, Third Quarter, operating under Venerable Emperor Galador Von Commodore, Commodore, we all have places to be. By order of the Emperor, we are searching this vessel and its crew according to Bylaw 6B, subsection 12 in the Cerebin Bumper Book of Law. Now hold your horses, Commodore 64. What exactly is this regarding? A member of your crew has broken one of our most sacred and harshly punished laws. It is illegal to cheat at cards and make a handsome Commodore bet his wedding ring, which his wife will be very upset to find is missing. Oh, that Bylaw 6B, subsection 12. What? I'm a pirate. It pays to know. Okay, let me guess. The person you bet against was wearing a smelly leather jacket? Had a sort of greenish, pallid-looking complexion? The one you call Hoteen will pay for his indiscretions. His trial has already begun. He managed to elude us momentarily, but we simply wish to escort him to our judiciary sector. Glackdon, hello. I am Tapon of the USS Tapon's radio program, the ship with whom you are currently communicating. Yes. Hello. When you say Hoteen's trial has already begun, what exactly do you mean? Every convicted Malfessence on Cerebus Prime has the same result. Death. From stealing candy from a baby to leaving a 5% tip instead of 10%. The punishment is always death. That's preposterous. 20% has been the standard for at least 10 years now. Anyone accused of a crime is implanted with a remote detonation device to be activated should they be found guilty. We have fixed your Romulan with such a device last night during a routine operation. There's a bomb inside Hoteen? That's completely insane! Completely? When he blows up, it will take out the entire ship. 
A computer beam Hotine into space. Okie doke. Computer, belay that order. Please, calm yourselves. We're not savages. It's not that big of an explosion. <sighs> Look, to be quite honest with you, I don't think the explosion thing is our greatest plan. The only way to disarm the bombs is by using one of these little doodads, and any surgical attempts to remove it causes immediate detonation. So, if I lose this thing, well, I guess you're just completely out of luck. Why on earth would you design it that way? It's all written down in our ironclad book flaws, as stipulated by Emperor Crazy Cal Caldon. Could you not change that law? Emperor Caldon also made it illegal to change any laws. I'm not looking to have a bomb implanted in me. It's like that old saying goes on Cerebus Prime. Do as we told you hundreds of years ago, or horribly explode. Now, either Hotin comes with us, where he could be found not guilty, or he stays here and blows up in 12 hours anyway. So, unless you can come up with adequate evidence exonerating your associate, I will... What the what now? His ship just exploded. And you called me paranoid for immediately raising the shields every time we talked to anyone. See, Kathy? See? Oh, that's why their check warp core light was flashing. I put a piece of tape over ours. So annoying. Oh god, the disarming device. Disintegrated in the blast? It was all pshoo, kachoo, pow! But that would mean the firecracker inside Hotine. It means there's no way to turn it off. Huh. <laughs> Oh man, this freaking ship. Oh dear, this is a predicament. Hoteen doomed to detonate, and after they spent so long rescuing the guy too. Kathy assembles the team, minus you-know-who, to ask them one very important question. How do you solve a problem like Hoteen? Alright, I informed the rest of the crew about the situation, and they all agreed to keep away from Hoteen. They seemed pretty happy about it, actually. But back to the meeting at hand, we're all in agreement, right? We can't tell him. Hotine is one of our most unpredictable crewmates. No offense, Drac. None taken. And stop stabbing the furniture. Listen, we can't reasonably prepare for how he'd react to this news, so for our own safety, we need to keep him in the dark. I tell you, I don't like it, Kath. Lying to our good, good friend like that. Why, it's unconscionable. I can barely conch it. We can't save him. And we can't tell him he's destined to end his great journey before stepping through the gates of Romulan Valhalla, or whatever you primitive folk believe in. But there is a third option. Are you insinuating what I believe you are insinuating? Oh, it'll be easy, trust me. I've contingencies to take care of all of you should it ever become necessary. I keep all of my plans here in this pad. Could I take a look at that? Sure, here you go. Oh. You're not murdering anyone, Tavan. Oh, but I... No murder. Fine. Spoil sport. Computer, go wake Hotine and get him to come down here. If he's going to blow up, I don't like the idea of him being alone when it happens. Ew, but what if he's already exploded? I'm not cleaning that up. No siree. Just wake him up, okay? And the rest of you. When he gets down here, I don't want to hear any comic misunderstandings or hilarious slips of the tongue. Nobody tells him that he looks the bomb or that his jacket is killer. I'm looking at you, Crash. Why? What an explosive accusation. As much as it stings me to say, I suppose we should try and make his final hours as painless as possible. But what if I think of a particularly biting insult, hypothetically involving his mother and a pineapple? You keep it to yourself. 
Uh, fine, I'll try my best to be pleasant. Chin up, Drac. Once he's dead, we can use all the insults we've saved up at his wake. Look lively, gang. He's coming down the hall. Alright, I made it. Wait a second. There isn't a bikini babe mud wrestling competition in here. Computer, you lied to me. Oh, uh, you just missed them? Hello, Hoteen. You're looking quite sexy this evening. Is that a new bomber jacket? Uh, I can't take this anymore! Where is he off to in such a rush? He's missing out on Hoteen's, uh... effervescent presence? This is much more difficult than I anticipated. Where is he off to indeed? Let's follow, shall we? Computer, is the coast clear? Scanning, scanning... <laughs> I'm just joking, I don't actually have to say that. Yeah, it's clear. Draxcellent! Take me to Deck X. Approval code DRAC449104. Ooh, the secret deck, hidden between Decks 9 and 11. You got it, buddy. Delete my memory after, right? Hey, wait a second. If you delete your memory every time you take me here, how do you know where it is? Uh-huh, does not compute. Memory deleted. Here you go. I mean, wherever here is, obviously. Now, to enter my impenetrable passcode, which can only be cracked by one with an intellect as great as Drax. One, two, three, four. Take a deep breath and enter the secret Drakbatore! Ah, the incredible inventions I've stolen over the years. I love coming down here and just, you know, looking at all this crap. The automatic ladder, the personal whirly gig, the diamond tipped drill car, the crash space danger! Howdy there, Drac. What brings you here? How did you get in here? I hid this room between 15 layers of the greatest in Klingon security. It's a hell of a tale, Drac, old buddy. One evening, not so long ago, I found myself wandering the deck searching for a bathroom. To make pee-pees, you understand. When lo and behold, this room appeared out of nowhere. Like magic it was, immediately after I happened to puncture wall down. Now this is where I come to relax with a good magazine. Mr. Space Danger is teaching me how to read. Janitor bot, who else is in here? Oh, nobody really. Just Ensign Petey, his wife and their three kids, the second oldest friend, Gareth, the baseball team from Deck 4, and this old man I found at the last spaceport we docked at. Please, sir, I want to go home. All of you, out! Not you, Janitorbot. This place is a dark sty. Same time next week, everyone. They're a good group. I feel like I've taught them a lot, and dare I say it, they've taught me a thing or two as well. Mr. Space Danger recently learned how to say the word book. It was a very special day. What are you doing here in the future Ultra Bathroom slash Buke Club meeting room anyway? I am here to do something the rest of the crew were too cowardly for. Find a way to destroy the bomb inside Hoteen. Ah, a noble quest. This will be no small feat, my friend. The tiniest mistake could kill him. There's no way for me to minimize the danger inherent in a task of this size. Wait. Small. Tiniest mistake. Minimize. I've got it! Out with it by Jove. We'll stab him to death! Perhaps instead, you could use this gun labeled Shrink Ray to shrink down and dismantle the bomb from the inside. Janitor, but you read a label. Why, well, you're progressing in leaps and bounds. Oh, I remember that. I stole it from a place called Tiny Town. 
They kept screaming all this stuff about needing it to shrink medicine for their sick children. It was one of our most adorable adventures. It's broken, though, because somebody tried riding it like a bunkin' bronco. <laughs> wasn't me, though. Drac, my friend, you're forgetting an important addendum. Owing to our adventures last season, in the spring, we now have a full crew complement. Perhaps, I say pondering, one of our new friends could assist in the revitalization of our shrinkomantic technolobobs. Well, we do have that new doctor, and doctors are meant to be pretty smart, right? Tapon's always talking about how influential Dr. Dre was. Magnanimous. We'll contact this new doctor, and before you know it, we'll be ankle deep in Hoteen's insides. I never said you could tag along, Bluey. This is a solo Drac attack. I shall emerge victorious to my awaiting boons and booty. Finally, it will be Drac's turn to sit on the comfy chair in the mess hall. Tapon's tushy has had it good for far too long. Oh, so I... Shouldn't have been space-timing the rest of the crew during all of this. Shrink themselves down and enter Hoteen at a microscopic level? What a unique idea that has never been done before! On the bridge, Helen Skeleton, the ship's new doctor, explains the process to the rest of the crew. I'm not so sure about this, Doctor. The shrink ray doesn't exactly look reliable. Captain, I can feel it in my tibias that this device will, with zero repercussions or problems, let you shrink Hoteen into a small, marble-sized man and allow you to launch him at high speeds from a pellet gun. Helen, that isn't what we're trying to do here. We want to shrink everyone else down so we can enter Hoteen and disarm the bomb. Preposterous, insane, inconceivable, and impossible. That sounds simple enough. I just need one extra component to make the machine work how you want. A single drop of human blood. No. All right, fine. I'll do it for free. Is that all you needed to do? All you did was knock out a dent. I can explain the science behind the repairs if you'd like. Excellent idea, Dr. Skeleton. While you do that, I'll whip everyone up some delicious fruit smoothies. The first step was... So you see, fixing that dent was all that stood between you and your lungs turning into vapor. Huh. That actually made perfect sense. Indeed. Surprisingly, I have zero follow-up questions. I do have one question. Could you shrink a person down and have them live in a little shoebox, or inside the walls, and every so often they scurry out and steal what they need to survive, making tables out of thimbles and beds out of matchstick boxes? Because I've been hearing some very suspicious sounds in my quarters and I have some theories. Crash, space danger. With most of your permission, I'd like to slice your head open and take a look inside. Why, Dr. Skeleton? I'm sure you say that to all the boys. I'm just going to go ahead and ignore that. So, once we're all in Lil Mode, how do we get inside Hoteen? Can we minimize a shuttle along with a crew? It'll be a hoot to find out. Someone will have to stay behind to keep an eye on Hoteen, to make sure he doesn't explode early. Once the rest of us get to the heart, we could try using the shuttle's transporter system to remove the bomb. A question. Why not simply transport the bomb out of him directly? I don't trust that new transporter, Chief. There's something... shifty about her. Who, Jane? I thought she was nice. She made me muffins. You didn't eat them, did you? If I may, I wish to remain outside. Contractually, I am not allowed to shrink myself. And it is a very thorough and ironclad contract. Okay, Tapan. Helen, you'll have to inject us into Hoteen. I'm not sure how you'll do that without arousing suspicion, though. Captain, 
I am a consummate professional and will get this done with zero problems. A short while later, after a cool CGI special effects sequence where the crew is minimized. Ho team, I need to inject you with this syringe. It is, uh, filled with drugs. Hmm. What kind of drugs? All the best ones? Sounds like a party. Inject away. What a disgusting adventure on which our friends are about to embark. Within Hoteen's bloodstream, the crew are faced with their first of what will surely be many perils. The Romulan circulatory system. This is a wilder ride than the wild ride I took at Uncle Chuck's old-fashioned rapid experience at the Andorian National Park Flamingo Zone. Are we sure the shuttle can handle this? The Romulan's green blood cells are colliding with the ship harder than my own famously mighty punches. Someone is going to have to take manual control and fly us through this mess. Someone else. I'll be over there vomiting. Computer, are you up to the task? I'm not putting that responsibility on my shoulders. Give Drek to do it. He doesn't care if he kills anyone. The moment I have trained my whole life for. I shall guide us through bloody battle. <laughs> Literally this time. Are you sure you can do this, Drek? There is no time to argue. Space Danger, you have the keen eyes of a Klingon double hawk. Navigate me. Payless, take the wheel. I'm happy to be included. Up. Down. Left. Twirly whirly. 35 degree right angle turn with a half twist. Barrel roll. Pivot. This is a lot of fun. We're headed straight for the arterial wall. We're going to crash. Oh dear. The crew have crashed their shuttle and are probably all dead. Horribly mangled. Arms at improbable angles. Oh, what a calamitous predicament. Let us take a moment of silence for our fallen comrades. Anywho, let's see what Tapan and Hotin are up to. They'll provide some much-needed levity. It feels like there's a mosquito crawling on my arm. Oh, it's so itchy. Well, guess what, mosquito? There's an old Romulan trick to get rid of you bastards. Computer, replicate me a can of Lynx Africa and a lighter. Okie dokie, Hotin. By the way... That is totally a mosquito, and not anything else far more terrifying to you. Hotin, I would advise against self-immolation. At least on this occasion. Why? You usually jump at the chance to see me injure myself in comic fashion. Because, um, the fumes from your charred skin may enter a nearby vent, travel up to my recording booth, and contaminate the equipment. Oh, believe me, buddy, that recording equipment was contaminated a long time ago. Come to think of it, though, earlier on you stopped me from finally using that homemade tattoo gun I made. And you didn't think stapling my shoes to my feet was a good time-saving method, which it totally is, by the way. So what gives? The truth of it is, you see, I must think of a believable lie to prevent Hoteen from inadvertently endangering the rest of the crew. Thinked upon. Just as Aretha Franklin compelled others to do. I do not wish to see you harmed because I am in love with you. What? Well, now a lot of their relationship makes perfect sense. I'll have to tell Computer that her fanfics had it right on the money. Just for morbid curiosity's sake, let's check in on the rest of the crew's no doubt charred corpses. Oh, shock and horror! It looks like their bodies are being dragged away by mysterious creatures. What manners of horrific parasites does Hoteen harbor? 
Guys, guys, wake up. I don't know where we are. Five more minutes, Bubsy. Did we crash? My friends, you must join me over by yonder window. My keen deductive skill suggests we're in some manner of compartmented building. And look down there. Burned out cars. I just saw a dog urinating on a postman, and I'm fairly confident that man is naked under his trench coat. Oh yes, and that building's on fire. Did anyone bring a tricorder? Try what? What? Oh right, I forgot. We're really incompetent. So, you're finally awake. Pulled you out of that there wreckage myself, so I did. Thought you were goners. Thank you for helping us, stranger, but can I ask where we are? You're in a wickedly dangerous place, ma'am. A place us folks like to call Downtown Hoteen. We're still inside Hoteen. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, wait, no. No, not that. We're still inside Hoteen. Oh, god damn it. But this goes against everything I've ever known about biology. Kathy, old friend, there's a Starfleet Academy saying that helps me through situations like this all the time. Just don't think about it too much. Just go with it. Speak now, creature of Hoteen's gutty works. Tell us how to escape this dank hellhole, or I'll tear your arms from your body and use them to slap the shit out of you! There'd be no need for the threats there, son. I'll tell you anything you'd be wanting to know. None of us cells down here have the moral fortitude to be keeping secrets. I'd even rat on my own mother if I got something out of it. We need to find Hoteen's heart. Lives depend on it. The, the, the heart? Forbidden zone. Ugh, why is there always a forbidden zone? I can show you the way to the outskirts of town, but I can go no further. Looks like Hoteen is a lot more complicated than the crew bargained for. In the surface world, Hoteen and Tapan need to address the awkward elephant in the room before things get, like, really weird between them. Things like Hoteen going to play on an arcade cabinet and Tapan puts his quarter on the machine to indicate he has next turn and their hands accidentally touch? Oh! Look man, I get it. I really do. Just look at me. I'm, I'm hot stuff. A real tamale. A venerable smoke show. A cool dude. A rad lad. And a badass babe magnet. It's only natural you'd want a piece of hot, hot Hoteen. Indeed. But we're co-workers, and I don't mix business with pleasure. Uh, I'm not saying that it would be a pleasure, obviously. Quite. I understand entirely. I must keep my feelings bottled inside where they belong. Good day, Hoteen. I will leave now. There. Now everything has been settled. The majority of the crew will be safe from Hoteen's recklessness, and I shall hear no more of this affair. Wow. He seemed really torn up. Hmm. How can I use this to my advantage? Inside Hoteen, the crew's new friend drives them to the outskirts of town, where in the distance, they can see their goal. Well, here we are. This is where I have to kick you out. Thank you, mister. Uh, I'm sorry, what's your name? Blowy. I'm not calling you that. Completely understandable. We can get a good view of the heart from the top of that, uh... Mound of meat. Ugh. You know, I keep forgetting where we are. There's the heart ahead of us. I lay prone on the ground and put my hands to my eyes like a pair of binoculars. It looks like a prison. Look at the size of those walls surrounding his heart. Jeez, Hoteen, could you tone down the symbolism a little? I spy with my little eyes something that should not be. There, in between the googly part and the wibbly drip. The bomb! 
Okay, we just need to get up there and contact the transport officer. She'll be able to get a lock on us and beam the whole thing out. That's if we even can get in contact with anyone. And look, guards are patrolling outside the gates. They may prove an issue. Drac, could you... Oh, for goodness sake, why are you naked? Romulan blood is highly acidic and I don't want my clothes to disintegrate in mighty battle. It is. Uniforms off, everyone. This is yet another of our naked missions. Can we not go on one adventure without someone declaring it yet another naked mission? Drac, get dressed. I can't. I dropped my clothes in the pond and they disintegrated. Fine. Everyone, give Drac your sleeves to wear. You know, there's something dreadfully familiar about those guards, but I just can't put my finger on it. Hmm. They all look exactly like that woman who lives on the ship with us. You, Kathy. Oh my god, are you serious? I'm the prison guard of the walls surrounding Hotine's heart. This is just too overt. At least now we know how we're getting in. One clock wipe later... Kathy approaches the front gates with the rest of the crew pretending to be her prisoners. This episode is just filled with original ideas. Um, at ease. I found these, uh, reprobates in the, uh... Butt sector. Butt sector. Oh, Tavon, come on, really? Oh, you found some more playthings for us. Nope, not doing this. Change of plans, everyone. We're resorting to violence. What's all this now? There's a rumbly in Hotin's tumbly making the walls go crumbly. Great question, Crash. What is all this now? Perhaps our answers can be found aboard the USS Tapan's radio program. That is where the answers tend to be on this show. Watch this, Tapon. Here comes another. Where the hell is he? Hey, Hotin. Uh, what you doing? I'm just belly flopping off the comms panel. Wanna help? What? Oh no, you ooh, you shouldn't. Oh come on, don't tell me you're in love with me as well. Damn it, why am I so irresistible? Uh okay, first of all, gross, no, okay. Secondly, um, why are you belly flopping off a comms panel? Tapon doesn't want me hurting myself because he's in love with me. So I figure he'll do anything he can to stop me from doing it. I could finally get him to replace the urinal cakes in the executive bathroom. I might even get his time slot. Front flip. Hotin, please, you shouldn't. Head first. Hotin. Here comes a big one. Hotin, Tapan isn't in love with you. He's stopping you from injuring yourself because the rest of the crew shrank themselves and they're inside you right now, disarming a bomb in your heart. It's going to blow up in eight hours. What? Looks like the cat is out of the bag now. Back outside the prison, the gang are faced with the consequences of Hotin's actions. The walls are coming down. I promised my mother on her deathbed that I would not die to anything symbolic. Haha, <laughs> that guy got smooshed. Whoa! I almost got smooshed. Can you guys hear me? Computer! Thank God, I was worried our comms were down. Uh, chill, you didn't just bother to see if I was still around, so I was like, okay, well, screw you guys. If I'm not wanted, I'm not... We're a little busy here, computer. Is this about something? Oh, right, yeah. Hotin knows everything, and now he's super freaking out. What? How did he find out? Uh, I don't know. I guess someone must have told him. Cast your gaze trackwards. I mean upwards. The bomb. She awakens. It was an honor serving with you all. I say saluting. Well, I hope I'm something cooler in my next life. Maybe a systems analyst. 
Am I going completely insane or did that bomb just hatch? Oh my god, that is so stupid. That's why we couldn't disarm the bomb. It was holding whatever that thing is. Bomb cracks, big bird pops out, wrecks the joint, probably explodes later. Super dumb. Does this just mean we're going to die in a slightly different way? The beast must be vanquished. Space danger, you know what we must do. You don't mean the torpedo. This had better not be anything inappropriate. We had a meeting about this, guys. I grab a hold of Drac, who stands perfectly straight with his arms pointing directly upwards. Using my powerful muscles, I launch him towards the beast, as the warriors of Yor would toss their mighty spear. Yeah! Yeah! Wait for it. Wait for it. There. He grabbed it. But now what? I have an idea. Computer, reverse the shrink ray. Are you mad? Trust me. Do it, computer, and find us a way out. Fast. I'm sure you all wanted to know what was happening on the outside during all of this, right? Well, lucky for you, I aim to please. I'm freaking out, I'm freaking out! Poteen, I must implore you to calm yourself. An increased heart rate may accelerate the cause of your demise. Oh, wonderful bedside manner. You can talk all calm, but you're not the one with a friggin' bomb in his chest. What you need to do, Hoteen, is reach inside your ribcage and simply, and carefully, remove the bomb. Oh, easy for you to say. You're a skeleton. Guys, we have a problem. I just heard from the crew. What is the current situation? The bomb inside Hoteen turned out to be an egg. Ah! And now there's a monster inside him. What? Which is probably going to eat the crew, so we need to reverse the shrink ray and get them out of there. But if you reverse the shrink ray, won't they? Reversing shrink ray now! Oh, I feel kind of funny. Oh, that's probably normal. Oh, right. Uh, also, they need a way out. What? I may be able to help with this. Hoteen, as Crazy Town once said in their seminal album, The Gift of the Game, think fast. D- did you just stab me? Yes. Great work, computer, you did it! Actually, Tapan did it. He stabbed Hoteen so you guys would have an exit. He was all, yeah! Yes, and that was the only reason I stabbed him. I would love to uh, congratulate you on uh, stab well done, but we need to do something about this monster! Uh, What is that? That, my sleepy friend, is the bomb that was not mere moments ago affixed to your blackened heart. Airlock, quickly! And away you go! We did it! Another adventure completed with a plum. Or should I say, a bomb? (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. Please, help me. Oh, crap, right. Get Hoteen to a med bay. Ah, all's well that ends well, right, everyone? What's that? You actually want to know if Hoteen made a full recovery? I didn't think anyone would really care, but... Okay, we'll check up on him if you insist. Well, chaps, I just got off subspace with Starfleet Academy about our little excursion. <laughs> Who could have ever known there were entire cities with living, breathing, intelligent beings inside other people? What did they say? They told me that it's just Hotin who has that, and to never mention it to anyone else ever again. Under penalty of death. You know, I was pretty mad about you stabbing me to pawn, but this scar, 
It's going to drive the ladies wild. Oh, I can get rid of that for you. There, all better. Oh, brilliant. Thank you. My pleasure. I always knew you had the heart of a warrior inside of you, Tapon. I have to admit, I was pretty surprised you knew what to do. It was some really quick thinking. My instincts took over, and I knew the best course of action was to mortally wound Hotin, as I have often hoped would happen. If you think about it, despite everything we did, Tapon is the real hero today. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, he did stab me in the stomach. I propose we throw a party in celebration of Tapon on the holodeck. What a great idea! Or we could throw a party for me getting better. Come on, everyone, to the holodeck. Hooray for Tapon! <sighs> well, at least I still have that wedding ring I won at the casino. Okay, I'll give it to you. That was quite a fun ending. Tune in next time for another adventure aboard the USS Tapon's radio program. Voted best show about a flying radio station featuring a guy named Tapon. Two years running. Bye-bye. Hey, wait a second. What about that shuttle they left inside Hotin? Were those Cathy's real or creations of Hotin's mind? How is there a dog in that one scene? The new doctor is a skeleton? Don't you fade out on me. These are huge plot holes they need to address. Thank you for listening to Tapon's Theater on Subspace. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this on. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tapon on Subspace, or visit us at ttos.cool. Today's episode was written by David Spivey. Episode art by David Axwizard Booth. Episode edited by Matthew Tusseroni and Aaron Damrau, with music by Vitizen. Announcer was voiced by James O'Fallon. Tapon was voiced by Jeff Rowich. Kathy and the Ship's Computer were voiced by Poppy Jenkins. Crash and Devon were voiced by David Spivey. Drac was voiced by Matthew Tusseroni. And Hotine was voiced by Rich Masters. Special guest voices this episode include Glacton, as voiced by Aaron Damrau, Helen Skeleton, as voiced by Jen Tift, The Cells Inside Hotine, as voiced by Rich Masters, Janitor Bot, as voiced by Jason Whitcomb, and Old Man, as voiced by Rich Masters. Full individual social media links are in the description. Thank you.